Hey you, my entrepreneurial friend. Of 10 years of running my coaching business, I am going to finally teach business. And of course, I'm going to teach business with human design. Because the thing that I've discovered over the last decade is that the way everyone else taught me to run a business didn't freaking work for me. So over this last decade, to create a multiple seven-figure business, I've broken all the rules. I have done everything my way. I have looked experts in the face and downright said no, all to create something I love with greater ease and flow that literally is changing the world. And the best part is it doesn't feel like work at all. It feels like I get to hang out with my best friends and I am having a huge impact on the planet at the same time. So if you own a business that you want to finally maybe start, grow, or even scale, then come and join me on the 9th of May to discover how your human design can create the most beautiful, authentic success for you. For all the details, follow the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Anyone Can Change podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. For the first 20 years of my adult life, I lived a life that I thought I should lead. I was the good girl like I was taught to be when I was a kid. I met the man, I had the career, I had the kids. However, I also experienced depression, panic disorder, a marriage breakdown and a load of other stuff that wasn't sold to me with the big dream. On my 40th birthday, I chose to trust my gut instead of my mind for once and then everything changed for me. So this podcast is all about my journey, the things I've learned and how I can help you start living your life, not the one you think you should be living. Hey everyone and welcome to podcast number three. I'm excited. I, uh, I'm a bit husky been doing days of training and workshops so please bear with me on that one however I am super super excited to get into today's podcast with you guys so today what I'm going to be discussing is the question why people don't change or the reason why or the reasons people don't change Because so often we talk about wanting something else, but we don't go out and get it. So what are the the things that are actually stopping us from achieving the change that we say we want? Well, we're going to start right at the beginning, and that is with identity. So the behaviors, the choices, the, the, the people we hang with, the jobs we do, it all comes down to our identity. And that is the person that we are being. What does that mean? Well, that means that the construct that we have created over the years is the person that we're being. So if we want to start um, creating change in our life, what tends to happen is most people go straight for the doing. They do new actions and they, um, you know, start new, new habits. However, they're not changing from a being sense. They're not changing the person that they're being. They're only changing the actions that they're taking. And this is where change is prevented, stopped, derailed, and um, doesn't eventuate for 
90% of people. So let's break it down a little bit. Because within that, there are a number of uh, subcategories. I think that's a good name for them. Yeah, I'm going to call them subcategories. We're going to start with beliefs. Now, I have been studying beliefs and belief systems and changing beliefs for, for many, many years now. And it's probably the most powerful area of our brain to facilitate change. And the reason for that is because we are functioning from our belief systems. Our brain, which has at any one moment up to four, mil, sorry, four billion bits of information flying in at our senses, it filters down those four billion bits of information through our filter system, which in, includes our beliefs. It also includes our values and our attitudes and our meta programs and a couple of other things. So what happens with that is that if we have a belief that I am a smoker, well, that's your identity. You are being a smoker. You're not doing smoking, you're being a smoker. So if you are a smoker, one of the most, and you want to give up, one of the most effective ways to do that is by using Alan Carr's book. If you haven't read it, you should totally get onto it. And the reason why it works so well is because he changes your identity through the process of reading the book. So when you get to the other end of it, you are being a non-smoker, not a smoker. So beliefs, what are beliefs? Well, they are convenient assumptions. They are decisions that we made or, um, yeah, they're decisions that we made often after defining moments as a young child, most likely under the age of seven. And something happens to us, we experience it, and then we decide something about the world, which in turn becomes one of our beliefs and therefore a belief system. And then we operate from that system. So let's, give, let's have an example. An example might be, that you as a kid, you knew that to get your mum's attention, you, um, if you tidied your room, you would get your mum's attention, her undivided attention and her, her admiration and her love. So you would, this is something that you would do often so that you received that love. Now one day you've done this and you've, you've cleaned the room out of your kindness and innocence and desire to receive love. But you actually forget to clean something away or um, you knock over a glass of water just before she comes in. And she comes in and the first thing that she says is, oh, clean up that glass of water. Oh, you made a mess. Oh, you missed a bit. Now, the reality is that mum is probably tired or it's just the first thing that her focus went to. However, in your child mind, you hear it and think, oh, I didn't do well enough. I didn't do good enough. I'm not good enough. Because what happens is when we stack, I didn't do well enough. This isn't good enough. I um, haven't done a, a good enough job. When we stack all those on each other, it becomes, I'm not good enough. So then 
you have this belief system that you, you go out into the world and you grow up and when you're a teenager, you test it. But what's happening is that you're building a filter system. So let's say over your, your childhood, you become really good at a sport and you train really, really hard and you do all the right things. And because you do all the right things, you go up through the grades, you qualify for um, the zones and then the states and then maybe even the country. And every time you finish a race, you focus on the things that you didn't get right. It's almost like you miss the point that you did really well. And you did. Because your brain is filtering out all of the good enough behavior because you believe at a fundamental core level that you're not good enough. So all it can do is give you five to seven chunks of information that are aligned to your belief systems. I trust that makes sense. So this is why beliefs are very important because they are only convenient assumptions and we can change them. However, first we must become conscious of them. That takes me back to the past podcasts when I talked about things like journaling, meditation, becoming more conscious and aware and present so that you can identify the patterns that you're doing over and over and over again, their beliefs. Now, another reason why you might not be creating the change that you want to create or you keep getting stumped or blocked is a thing called secondary gain. Now, if you've ever been to a psychologist or a coach, you could have heard of this before. Now, secondary gain is actually what we get out of any behavior, whether it's resourceful or unresourceful. And in any case, when a behavior or belief system is created in the first place, it is for a resourceful reason. Now, that might seem weird. And often with clients, when I'm working with clients, and we get to this question, what do you get out of believing that you're not good enough? And they'll be like, well, nothing, obviously. However, when you dig deeper, the truth is you do, and you did very much so. And in this example that I've spoken about already, the belief system, I'm not good enough, that can often create perfectionism, what it's actually doing, it's being created to protect you from that hurt, from the protection of I'm not good enough, of that feeling that your mother thinks that you're not good enough and not worthy of love, which as an adult, you know, is not true. However, it's created in the unconscious mind below the age of seven when we don't have filters. So we do not have conscious access to it 24-7 until we do the work to become conscious and shift it. So secondary gain is what we get out of it. Another one I hear, another secondary gain I hear a lot of is, well, if I keep sabotaging myself, what I get out of it is I don't have to succeed. Because when I succeed, I have so much more responsibility I need to take on so much more and that in itself really stops a lot of people especially women because they take on so much responsibility for their world that the thought of or the unconscious thought and belief of if i now become successful i've got all this other responsibility to take care of well no wonder you sabotage yourself so that's secondary gain again ask yourself what do i get out of it 
get into your journal and get curious. Now, another one um, <clears throat> that I shared on one of my videos, another reason that you might not be creating the change is, do you actually want the change? You know, I've had one client in my time where when we go through processes, I'm very, very um, focused on saying, are you ready for change? Would you like this change? Do you want this change? And getting a clear, hard yes, especially with all the NLP techniques. Because if you don't really want to change, then you will not create the change. It's really that simple. And this can happen within when we're trying to create things from the ego whether it's a material thing, a job, a career, an experience, if we're trying to create or change from the ego, then often we don't actually want the change we say we want. And that's going to always prevent us. So this goes back to, you know, what you hear me say a lot is that you must discover who you are on the inside and what lights you up. Because if you don't actually want to change something about yourself, it's probably your superpower. It's just that the world that you live in says that it doesn't, it's not right. It's not resourceful. You should change that. However, the truth for you is no, that's your superpower. But right now you're using it for evil, not good. You just need to swap it. Now, the encompassing everything of what we've been talking about is also fear. You know, like, not wanting to change, secondary gain. This all comes into under the banner of fear, which is another reason we don't create the change we want. Because fear is the thing that our brain uses as a tool to keep us the same. Our brain wants us to stay the same. It wants nothing to change because change equals death. Because as cavemen, this part of our brain was the thing that said, you know, we move in packs, we hunt certain animals, we do things this way because every time we change from this, we die. A saber-toothed tiger comes and eats us. But we know they don't exist anymore. And our brain's doing a good job of keeping us safe from buses. However, what it's not doing is giving us the effective ability to create change. So understanding where our fear comes from or what the fear is, is another really vital part of what, of change or what's stopping change because it's going to come from a block. It's going to often come from uncertainty. So many of us are driven by certainty and as soon as we want to create change, well, that means uncertainty. So sirens go off in our brain like, no, we don't want that. We don't want to lose what we've got. What if we lose what we've got and then we have nothing, which is another part of what prevents us to uh, what prevents us changing is the fear of loss what are we going to lose if we change what if we can't actually change and then we lose what we already had we don't have what we wanted and we're stuck in the middle now the thing about fear is that fear is a man-made thing fear only exists in the future or the past not in the present so we want to get curious and debunk our fear and learn to move through it. Because again, it's a habit. The more we let fear stop us, the bigger the physical reaction in our body we will receive when fear is kicked in. So learning to move through fear, 
with reason, consciousness, awareness, and and an inner knowing of where we want to go, then we're going to really be able to use fear and fear will be working with us, not against us. Now, the last thing I really want to touch on, and it's a really, really important one. And you know what? There's going to be a bunch of you out there that don't like the sound of it. And probably because on some level, you know, it's true. And that is, I'm pretty sure it's a Buddhist quote, which I don't have. But as human beings, what we do is we choose suffering or pain. And more importantly, we choose suffering over pain. What do I mean by that? Well, often we will not change because we are stuck in the loop of struggle. The loop of suffering. We are stuck in the stories we tell ourselves of how we can't change, why we can't change, what happened to us in the past, what's going to happen to us in the future. Because we are too scared to face the real pain of what we're truly afraid of, that we must pass through to create change. What do I mean? Well, here's a great example. Think about a relationship. You know, like, in fact, I can talk about my relationship and the the struggle that, that I went through in our relationship to get where we are today. So for a long time, I was quite happy to suffer. I was quite happy to tell myself those stories about how my husband was never around because he was always working. And I was quite happy to tell my, my stories about how oh, I can handle it all. Um, you know, how we were disconnected. Um, how things weren't going out, you know, going my way. I was quite happy to stay in those loops of those stories that I was telling myself. Until one day I couldn't. One day I had to choose the pain. And the pain that I was afraid of feeling was telling him how it was, telling him how I felt, telling him directly and knowing that I had absolutely no say over what, how he would react to that. So when I'm suffering, when I'm in my suffering loop, I've got control. But when I choose to face my, my pain to create the change I want to create, well then I'm freaking out in wonderland, baby. I am literally experiencing pain head on. And the truth is, this is where the miracles happen. Because the moment we become unattached to outcomes, speak our truth, be honest about what we want and what we don't want, and fully embody that we cannot control what happens past that point, this is when miracles happen. This is when we let go of suffering, we face down our pain, and we move through to absolute change. And that's what I honestly want for everybody. I want everyone to have the relationship that we have because both of us got out of our fucking suffering into our pain and through the other side where we grew up and now take responsibility for our relationship. As um, Gay Hendricks, a very, very good relationships coach in the state says, everyone in relationships should take 100% responsibility because any relationship relationship that has 200% responsibility is a good one. So 
That is pretty much it for today. Why people don't change? Well, it's their identity. It's the person they're being, not the actions they're doing. We've got to change our being. How do we change our being? Well, we look at our beliefs. We get curious. We become conscious and aware of what's holding us back in our belief systems. Number two, it's our secondary gain. Why was this created in the first place? Because it was for a resourceful reason. Get curious about it. Journal about it. Heal about it. Forgive about it. Get into it and let it go. Number three, do you actually want the change you say you want? Or are you just going for something that you think you should be doing, should be changing? Number four, fear. Fear is always the thing that's going to stop us. Learn to move through your fear. Learn to understand it, to identify it, to become conscious of it, journal about it, ask questions about it, talk about it, and then move on. Because you don't want to get stuck in the suffering cycle, in the suffering that most people choose, bitching about their job, bitching about their partner, bitching about their friends, bitching about not having enough money. That is the suffering cycle. And I want you all to be free. Set yourselves free, people. Because once you choose to face the pain that you're afraid of facing and you go down that road and as um, a lovely human on LinkedIn sang the other week, once you burn the boats, burn the bridges, or burn whatever it is behind you and just go forward, you face that pain, you move through it, the absolute joy and happiness is on the other side. So get out of the suffering cycle identify and face your pain and be really open and excited about what you're going to find on the other side that's it for today guys i really 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 appreciate you being here with me thank you so much i am excited to bring you another podcast very soon and please connect with me on linkedin facebook and instagram and ask any questions just keep the questions coming because i will keep answering them for you Hey everyone, I want to say a huge thank you for joining me today. I have had so much fun hanging with you lot. Can I ask that you share this podcast with friends and family and colleagues because it would be super cool if we could share this work with the world, you know, so we can really make a difference, not only to our lives, but the lives of others. So thank you. And you know what? If you want bonus points, it'd be super cool if you leave a review. But anyhow, whatever, I would appreciate it. Thanks again. I've loved having you. I'm so looking forward to the next one. And please remember, anyone can change.